0: Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington.
1: I'm Melissa Edgington.
0: And uh, has it been a while since we podcasted? Two weeks. Gosh, we are blowing it this summer. That's okay. We can't get our act together.
1: Something big happened since we podcasted last time. Really? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: really big. Really, really, really big.
0: Are you pregnant?
1: <laughs> no, I'm 40. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> honestly, could I was like, what happened? It was we went to children's camp. The,
1: uh,
0: oh yeah, you got yeah.
1: A, I turned forty. You got
0: old. That's and
1: a, and you know, I tried googling when you turn forty, and you know what came up? You know how Google will complete your search for mm-hmm. you when you turn forty and you're pregnant was what oh. kept coming up. So hey, at least I'm not pregnant. High could five. Be,
0: could be worse. <laughs> No. Well, see, when I'm already, I'm 42. Yeah. I mean, I'm as old as Elvis ever got.
1: I know, you're 42, so, but you know what is sickening? is how you keep looking younger every single year.
0: <laughs> I look good, y'all. <laughs> I look so good. Thank you, low-carb diet. Thank you, low-carb tortillas. You're my secret weapon <laughs> in the war against the bulge.
1: Yeah, yeah, forty has hit me really hard, as you but know see when
0: I'm but when you're forty two, you won't even think 40 is a big deal. You're
1: yeah, like, I saw I saw a quote today today that said, um, I'm much more comfortable with thirty now that I'm forty. <laughs> I guess that's how it is. It's like
0: Yeah, exactly. When
1: I'm fifty, I'll be like, Man, forty, 40. was so good. Maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah, but I was thinking tonight about I was thinking tonight when Ann was praying at prayer meeting, with a woman in our church that uh, has been has been a lifelong resident of our community. Her grandmother was actually there in eighteen ninety eight as a child when our church was founded.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like
0: June something June eighteenth, eighteen ninety eight. And uh is that what it is? Eighteen ninety eight? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're not as old as I thought. Anyway, I was thinking, gosh, here she is praying, and you know, she's been. This is her whole life has been coming to prayer meetings, and and it, it made me think, gosh, man, life is short, but it can seem like a long time. Like if I thought, what if I was still coming to this prayer meeting every Wednesday night in like 30 years from now? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, you just think cause there's a lot left to go. Yeah. Even though it feels like there's a lot under the bridge. Because the first 18 years don't really even count. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. I mean, it was that was just wasted time. You're just an idiot. <laughs> and in my case, I was an idiot till I was like 27.
1: You mean the whole time that you're being educated? That's kind of an important time. Yeah, I mean, you're it's You're learning important. to read.
0: Yeah, but you're not making much of a contribution. You know.
1: Well, maybe you did it.
0: <laughs> You you feel like you made a really legitimate no, contribution I to don't, the world? No, I don't. But a 15? lot of
1: but a lot of young people have.
0: Mm, maybe. Most of them no. <laughs> like what did you do for the world? I played football. I was uh I did my son's homework. What is what is there to say? I sacked groceries. I mean it wasn't like I I did kind of help the economy a little bit there. But it was really Remember c-
1: that day that you um, stopped that lady's car that was rolling down the mm-hmm. parking lot?
0: Yeah, I did make a difference in that woman's life. You
1: were a hero.
0: Yeah, it was nuts. That ruined my shoes, too. I just want to say it. All Trying right, to stop a car try- rolling <laughs> You were down. using
1: your shoes as brakes for the car? Basically, my shoes were <laughs> the brakes.
0: I was just sliding backwards on them, and then finally we came to a stop. But
1: you ran in front of the car? I
0: ran in front of a car. Oh, my gosh. It was so stupid, but it was heading for mine.
1: You're right. You were an (laughs) idiot.
0: (laughs) I don't know what she was thinking. So a woman comes to our Kroger there in Central and Harwood in Bedford. And uh, if you're listening, I hope I don't hurt your feelings here. But, you know, she – and I probably would do something like this myself. She just kind of cruises in. Um, parks the car, takes the keys out somehow, but didn't put it in park. Yeah. So then she got out of the car, starts walking and somebody says, Hey lady, your car's moving. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what the exact words were.
1: (laughs) That was such a good quote.
0: And then right about the time we noticed the car is moving. She, uh, the car hits the back of a car and bounces off, and starts heading down the hill. The parking lot was on a slight incline. Starts heading down the little slope, towards the back of the parking lot where the employee cars are parked. (laughs) Heading right for my parents' car. I was like, man, that's gonna be hard to explain. What I don't know what I was thinking. So I just, it wasn't rolling very fast. So I ran and caught up with it. You know, I had a cart in my hand and I just dropped the cart and ran down there. Got in front of the car and started trying to stop it. And uh, pushed me for, you know, and I was pushing back, you know, with the strength of 10 men. And uh, <laughs> I was determined I was not going to let that car run over me and I was not going to let it hit our car. So stopped it. And the lady was like, thank you so much. And the poor lady whose car had been hit, I don't really re- remember how that was resolved, but that's sad.
1: I, if, if I were your mother... I would have yelled at you. I would have grounded you. Mm -hmm. That was the dumbest thing in the world to do, to run in front of a rolling car.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. The first 18 years, just nonsense. (laughs) 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 I mean, the most important things in my life were like making sure my CB radio worked. Yeah. Hanging out with my friends, playing stupid games. It was just you know
1: but you know you you do i know you gave that lady kind of a hard time about
0: no well, i would totally put
1: in her car in park. i would totally do that well you don't turn the car off
0: i would just yeah i don't turn the car you off. just stop
1: and get out and I'm i like, don't look behind i don't look when
0: i'm driving and i've got to back up sometimes i don't even bother looking behind me <laughs> and we live on a pretty busy road i've gotten better about that
1: i probably need to start doing that yeah
0: no i do i check I have to make myself check, because I'm, I'm, my mind is elsewhere.
1: I know. It's gotten... It's I'm really gotten to where... i a scatterbrained person, yeah. I'm a little bit afraid to ride in the car with I'm you now. I'm abs-
0: absent-minded. Yeah. But I try to drive carefully if I have people's kids in the car. Or if I have a bunch of really old people. I'm like, hey, this is everybody's nana. <laughs> Thought I would drive the big bus, you know, in Blake Village, I would like would really try so hard to keep that thing right between the lines and do everything just right because i had all the nanas in the in the in the back
1: yeah 40 passengers yeah 40 pa- that was
0: crazy i'll never do that again
1: yeah that was wild yeah but i'm the i'm the the girl on you know like when we take grown-up mom only trips mm-hmm. i'm the one who makes everybody put their seatbelt on
0: yeah and the fact that there are people in even in our circle of friends that don't wear seatbelts really is disappointing to me
1: that's crazy that's
0: like ignorance to the max i'm sorry
1: it's so crazy it's stupid and so i've taken two tacks with people who won't wear seat belts one i say you have little children that need you to come home and you need to put on a seatbelt. or i say if this car rolls over i don't need you you know um bouncing all around in this car and hit me in the head
0: that's good <laughs> So it's, either, it's either all about the kids or all about yeah, you. Yeah, one
1: yeah. One or the other. It depends on my mood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I see before I die, I don't want it to be you flying through a windshield. That's what I would say. <laughs> I want to hold your hand as we gently expire. <laughs> 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 oh, boy.
1: Yeah, I'm big on seatbelts.
0: Okay, so you turned 40. Yeah. And that was that was fun. Um And on your birthday was church, and I forgot to say, I forgot to have everybody sing happy birthday to you.
1: The fact that you um, had no idea what I was talking about when I started the podcast about something big that just happened.
0: It's just not that big of a deal to me. It's so
1: apropos for how this birthday has gone.
0: That's okay. It's not that big of a deal. You're 40, everyone turns 40 unless you don't make it. And then that's what's sad.
1: Okay, let's take a poll. Is somebody still awake? Adelaide. Let's take a poll out there, listeners.
0: Okay, here's a poll. If
1: a woman turns 40 years old, what should her husband do? Hmm. That's the question. So here,
0: let me give you a couple... If a op- woman
1: turns 40, what should her husband okay,
0: do? Okay, okay, let me give you a couple options, okay? One thing One thing a husband could do if, if his wife turns 40 is he could draw a lot of, te- of attention to the fact that she's no longer a spring chicken. He could draw... You can make a big deal out of it. You can have a parade downtown. There's a lot of things you could do to point out the fact to everybody that your wife is, as they say, over the hill. (laughs) All right. I just want everyone to know, hey, everybody, I just want you all to know I want to shout it to the world. My wife is really old. She's over the hill. There's way more uh, uh, water under the bridge than than water that will be running under the bridge now. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that's the right metaphor. <laughs> the glass is more than half empty. So you could do that. You could be an awesome husband and point out the really sad fact that your wife is, is, um, has, has moved into a different season. It's depressing you already, isn't it? Or you could do what I did. And you could just not make a big deal out of it. And just let it pass gently. <laughs>
1: You Or you could. There's a third alternative. Mm-mm. You could say, my wife is 40, and she's amazing, and look at what the last 40 years have been, and I'm going to sing her praises, and I'm going to acknowledge <laughs> her birthday in some way.
0: I forgot about it because I was too busy worshiping the Lord. <laughs> I know you're like, Psh, whatever about that, but for me... It's the Lord's day. It's not Melissa's day. Yeah. Even if it is your birthday. I,
1: I honestly, when I saw that my birthday was on a Sunday, I was like, "Well, that's the end of that."
0: <laughs> well, the, like, like, if it would be a big deal?
1: No, yeah, because you know, Sunday is.
0: Sunday's Sunday's just not about us. You no, know, life's not about us. Sunday's
1: about Jesus.
0: Sunday's about Jesus. But y'all did a great job on your special. Can you link the special? Is there some way to do that in our blog? Um, about this blog, can you can't you make can't you link to a Facebook video that's public?
1: I don't know. I can figure it out. Yeah, we'll try. Out. So anyway, but though, the sound quality is not that good on I it. I
0: think it's good. Um, we learned a special. That's what Baptists call like a solo in church. It's a special music. So we have congregations. (laughs) So here's how we do our service as a Southern Baptist. First off, there's going to be hymns. There will always be hymns. We're going to have hymns until Jesus comes back. And preferably, (laughs) preferably, 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 preferably we're going to have these hymns in a nice bound book that's right in front of us in the pew rack, okay with a little wooden pencil and uh, offering an offering uh, envelope. So what we do is we sing a hymn, and hopefully, if the music minister is any good, we're going to sing at least two hymns and then with that music minister, that snaky little devil, you know what that snaky little devil's going to do? That sneaky little devil music minister is going to take a perfectly good hymn and, like, add a new part to it that makes us do things like this. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Why am I? I'm a grown woman, okay? I am in my late 60s to early 70s, okay? I just got over not too many years ago uh, having my hair set every week, okay? And what I'm telling you is it's hard for me to accept change. My whole life, we have never said, whoa, 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 in church. That's not a word. We sing words in church. We don't say, whoa, 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 what is that? Who is writing songs thinking, oh, I know, it'll be wonderful for the congregation to all sing nonsense words all together. That's called tongues. That's what they call those. (laughs) When I was growing up, if you started saying, whoa, 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 the deacon would take you outside, and he would let you... (laughs) And he would let you cool off while you get a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) You're cracking yourself up. I'm on a roll tonight. (sighs) He'll sneak one of those in there. That new, oh, praise the one who paid my debt or or something. He'll take a perfectly good hymn and just add a new chorus to it. As though the hymn writers of old had made a mistake. Fanny Crosby was blind. She did not make mistakes. (laughs) She was incredible. Then they're going to do some of those praise choruses, more of that whoa, whoa, whoa stuff. But then comes the offering, and there will be not just regular congregational music. There will be special music. (laughs) It will be very special. This music y'all did Sunday was very special. And what made it special was Adelaide, the one... Is she still awake right now?
1: No, I heard her go into the room. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah. I don't know why that annoys me so much when I hear her walking around. As though she lives here. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so Adelaide, she was kind of being a pill. um, In a good way. (laughs) What's poking me. Don't say she's being a pill. She just was nervous.
1: She was nervous. She
0: got nervous, and she started thinking, you know, hey, this is, I can't do this. I can't sing this note. And then she kept saying, well, I can sing it. I just can't do it. (laughs) we're like, what? So anyway, on 30 minutes practice, she figures out the harmony to the verse, the chorus, and the bridge. Yeah. That's another one of those things that drives me crazy. What is a bridge? (laughs) Why does a song need a bridge? Roads need bridges. Okay. My aunt, when she lost all of her teeth, needed bridges. <laughs> I guess that's why if you lose a few teeth, you need a bridge. Yeah. Speaking of that, I did get my crown today.
1: I don't, don't want to talk about and it. And it
0: feels good. I don't want to talk about it's it. It's put in there perfectly.
1: It's all smooth. Let's not talk about mouths.
0: I want you to feel this way. I no. <laughs> Will you feel it with your tongue later?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: That's the only way I can I can really let you. You're the only other person person in the world that I would let experience the smoothness <laughs> of a crown. You
1: gross.
0: You think you could, I think if I held my mouth like that, you could, just to run your tongue across it, it's so smooth. It's porcelain. It's metal covered in porcelain.
1: There is no way on God's beautiful green earth that I am going to do that. It
0: feels good. <laughs> that's an expense. That's one of the most expensive. I, I, I Even my guitars don't cost as much as that tooth did.
1: I know it's such a shame.
0: Mm, I know, but I'm proud of it. I'll let you.
1: I don't want to hear anything I mean, else yeah. about it.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's exciting. But it, it kind of when they when they're putting them in, it always gives me a headache. You know, it's like you have to mash your mouth in there, like getting there's like a whole hand. I mean, in
1: let's be honest. Yeah. Everything gives you a headache.
0: Well, that's true. That's true. Especially Adelaide when she's walking around while we're podcasting. But anyway, she <laughs> did good. She learned all those songs. And, or all those parts of the song. And then, during the performance, she just nailed it.
1: Yeah, she did. She just it nailed awesome. it.
0: I mean, you did a good job, too, for an old woman. But she, I mean, she just... I mean, it was unbelievable. I was listening to it as I was playing. I, I think I even looked over at CG. and I was like, that's good, right? That's my kid. That's my baby. <laughs> that's my baby over there putting the, putting the harmony over the top of that melody.
1: Yeah. My it's baby. fun to sing with her.
0: Yeah, y'all sound like blood sisters. But you know, put that. Try to put that up there so people can hear it. It's. It. it, it you'll. You'll get a blessing. <laughs> if it doesn't bless you, your blesser is broke. <laughs> if that don't light your fire, your wood's wet. hmm.
1: You've really got the voices going tonight. I
0: don't know. It's, I need a rap button to make this complete.
1: <laughs> Did you drink one of those energy drinks?
0: No, no. I had a little Diet Dr Pepper. And, uh,
1: it must have been that Pico de Gallo. Yeah,
0: I think the Pico de Gallo is rotten. <laughs> Might have been fermented. He's the only man to ever get intoxicated on old Pico de Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> Do people that don't live in Texas know what Pico is? Do they know what that is? I don't know. I mean, did we, where else have you? I've never seen Pico except in Texas, I think. I don't know. Did they put pico on fajitas in Tennessee? I
1: don't remember. I don't know.
0: Pico's like this thing people make. It's like tomatoes, they onions. They have
1: pico in Tennessee. I think it's not just a Texas Everybody thing. Everybody has
0: pico now. I don't know. It's popular. Uh, the people that don't listen to this in Alaska probably don't know what it is.
1: We still don't have a listener in Alaska? I don't, I don't think have we you do. checked? I haven't
0: checked in a while, but anyway, it's jalapeños, onions, tomatoes, and cilantro, and it's good. You can put it on anything. except sweet stuff. What was the weird thing we heard this week? Somebody put...
1: Oh, putting ketchup in ketchup a slush? Ketchup in a slush. Ew. F- from Sonic.
0: That's disgusting.
1: That's so gross.
0: Mmm. Anyway, what were we talking about? You, do you have the foggiest idea? Oh, the special. So the special was great. We're proud. You know, want you to hear it. Uh, let's talk about church camp. Let's do. Okay. So, so we went
1: to church camp.
0: And Melissa stayed in the lodge, which was basically a hotel... And I stayed in the dorm, with all of the boys, who were fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. And it was a living, you know what?
1: No, it wasn't.
0: It was actually pretty fun.
1: They were good. It was. I, I stayed in the lodge because Sawyer and and uh, Emerald came with me this year, and they're too little to stay in the dorm. So mm-hmm. we got to stay. I had my own bathroom. Mm. Oh, it was glorious.
0: You didn't have... um, I
1: had control over the air conditioning.
0: You didn't have 15 to 20 10-year-old boys for an hour making um, noises with their armpits?
1: I did not. Did they really do that? That's, that's That's so... Classic. It's the stereotypical camp experience. I mean,
0: it's like what happens is it goes through phases, and you just have to wait it out. They really can't stay up past midnight. They don't have the power. Right. So if you can get to midnight, they all fall asleep. But it's it's just the, how annoying they can be because you can't leave because you're the supervisor, right? So the the most es- the, the 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 only escape you really have at church camp for preteeners anyway is you can escape to the bathroom, right? You know,
1: which is also your strategy at home too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I try to teach all the padawans if you. You just can't <laughs> handle it, you just just escape to the back but th- in this this situation, you know we had uh, Gunter, our chairman of Deacons, and Andy Rogers, who's the pastor of First Baptist Breckenridge. He was there, and we've known him for a long time and great friends. so the three of us could go talk in the bathroom about Dallas Cowboys or whatever right. s- mm-hmm. high school sports or this or that. so they kind of all ca- they, they first is like flashlight time, like they like you can't kind of turn the lights out, and there's just flashlights going everywhere. Right. It says flashlights and giggling, and then maybe some tag, and then maybe a few boys jumping off the top bunk with a pillow and smashing another kid on the head, then more flashlights and more giggling, and then a bunch of this, shut up, shut up, I'm trying to sleep, shut up. And then they, <laughs> then they yell, at, guys, seriously. And it's just, then, it, then the giggling just gets out of control. If y'all don't be quiet, y'all got to shut up, I'm trying to sleep here. There's always some kid that really wants to sleep. <laughs> But instead of sleeping, he's just yelling at the top of his lungs for like an hour at everybody to go to sleep, And they're just like, what's the deal with that guy? So then they just want to annoy him. All right. With 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 all their might. So then they they do that for a while and then it gets really quiet cuz they are getting tired. And then some kid just cannot handle it and then the armpits and the the, <laughs> the flatulence noises start. <laughs> it's just like a, a chorus of it you know oh my goodness and it just goes on and on and on and you just think this is this has been just like this forever this yeah. this has never changed and so we would just kind of hang out and talk and then finally they would just give it up about about midnight so if you could just you know we're the only the adults are the only ones that could have phones so we would go over somebody over there no so so we would you know just like check our phones and talk quietly yeah. While the farting was going, or the flatulence. Did I say that? We can't say no, that at church. No, you can't say that. I'm sorry. I said, hate that, that word. That's a bad word. The tooting noises were happening. <laughs> they were poot-dinking poot noises. <laughs> I do not use that word. I was not brought up to use that word, was I, Betty? We did not say the F-A-R-T word, unlike some people over here. Uh-uh, we didn't were,
1: say it either. We said toot. Yeah,
0: right. They were totally, they, allowed, they were allowed to cuss at her house growing up.
1: Would you quit saying that? Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs>
1: That's the second time you said that on the podcast.
0: Uh, I know. Just, it probably drives your mom nuts, doesn't it?
1: Yes, because it's no, not true. She, she wasn't
0: approving of it either. Trust we, me. We were not allowed Trust to Trust me. She was not approving of it. He's, they said, uh, he's they only
1: s- saying that because we were allowed to say B-U-T-T. We
0: were, we were not even allowed to say get out of here. And they were over there saying B-U-T-T We've at her We've already house. been
1: all over this. Let's just move
0: on. I'm just saying, your mom did not like that. She still doesn't. She's like, that's your dad's side of the family. Yeah. And she's right. That's true. It's true. So I don't want to make it sound like Melissa's mom was not cooth. She did not like it. But what could she do? Right. Strong personalities on the other side. <laughs> and they're they're hilarious. I'm going to tell you, I've never laughed harder than whenever Melissa's Uncle Spider tells stories.
1: You've already so you've already I'm talked already, I'm about already this on the podcast. Yeah.
0: You don't, I was just trying not to repeat stories. So anyway, um, So
1: girls are so easy though at camp, you know?
0: They're they're not like that with the flashlights and the noises?
1: I mean, not really. I mean they, they get their flashlights out, but girls settle down so much easier than boys. Really? Girls are just more reasonable. Yeah, they're know? nicer.
0: I I I like girls so much better than boys. Except
1: except when fool. it comes to some boys like Sawyer.
0: Yes, a sawyer would be reasonable. Yeah. And there were reason. There were, you know, half the kids were just like, if you said stop it, they would stop it. Yeah. But then whenever the noises started. Well, we took
1: a good group of kids to camp. Yeah. They were really good. I'm telling
0: you, next year. Sawyer you know how to do the armpit thing? You're going to have to teach I'm him. I'm to teach him before camp. Yep. <laughs> you don't want to go to camp without that skill. No,
1: you got you to gotta know that.
0: <laughs> you got to. I, I can like, do like the arm, my legs. You should use any part of your body should be able to make those kind of noises. Yeah. So anyway, what was funny uh, Andy was there from First Baptist Breckenridge. Gunner was there. And then, so to Andy is one of my favorite people. Gunner is one of my favorite people in the world. And then another one of my favorite people in the world, Gib Baskerville. Shout out to, G- do you think Gib and his wonderful wife, Wilena, do you think they listen to our show?
1: I don't know. Did they
0: say anything about <laughs> maybe listening? No. Look, I, w- I want this to be a show they listen to. So let's try to say their name four or five more times so they'll feel special.
1: Gib and Gibbon
0: Gib and Wil- Like Willena Baskerville, that's quite a name. What a name. Willena Baskerville. Wilayna. That sounds like something on BBC show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lady Willena.
1: Yeah, it yeah. does.
0: Lady Willena Baskerville. <laughs> Baskerville. But uh, So Gib Baskerville's uh, uh, aunt and uncle... Is Don and Kay Berry Kay has passed away But Don is uh, still one of our deacons At uh, church So we kind of have a church family connection there But Gib and I met And we just really hit it off Both of us came into the ministry After doing something else and, um, As a profession So we, we kind of have a similar career path And uh, man I just lo- He's just the most wonderful guy So we were hanging out And we were talking about Andy And we were talking about Gib. And and you know, hanging out, and so Gunter's wife Shannon was there, and she kept hearing us talk about Andy and Gib, Andy and Gib, and so she wasn't didn't know these guys, and and we didn't maybe formally introduce them the way we should have, and explained the relationships and everything, mm-hmm. so she thought that Andy's last name was Gib. So she came over last night and she's like, wait, so Andy and Gibb are two different guys? I thought it was Andy Gibb. <laughs> and we were like, Andy Gibb? <laughs> I was like, that's uh, one of the Bee Gees brothers, Andy Gibb. So, so Shannon was over here with, with her daughters. And the little one, Natalie, had never ever seen the Bee Gees before. Mm-hmm. So we were standing by the computer. I pulled up YouTube, some Bee Gees for them. And she was truly blown away. In the truest sense of the word, <laughs> she was blown away. The truest sense of the, she was like, "What in the world?" Because like they were so hairy, yeah. and weird looking, tall and skinny, yeah, and tight the tight white pants, pants. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That guy kind of looks like a, the the Barry. It's like he looks like Jesus, doesn't he?" And she's like, "He kind of does." And she was—I could tell she was amazed, you know, just at their look. Yeah. I, and I said, "You've never seen this before." You. There was like a little cut of a clip of John Travolta dancing. She'd never seen disco dancing. I wanted to talk to Gunnar and and They're not—they're not doing her right culturally. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids know all about the BGS. We're good parents. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, our kids mercilessly make fun of Robin Gibb <laughs> for his good looks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> poor oh, Robin. Poor Robin.
0: Oh man. To have brothers that good-looking and then you're Robin. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. But anyway, um I don't know where I was going. Oh, that's the funny story about Andy Gibb.
1: Yeah. Andy maybe Gibb.
0: did you have to be there? Maybe. maybe.
1: maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So it's, uh, that was good. And it was good to, to talk with the kids and work them, walk them through some gospel things. And, uh, I I don't know. I like children's camp. It's kind of the same every year, you know, And, and we, we kind of like the routine of it, but you're not going next year.
1: Children's camp is just like um, VBS. Yeah, it's like Bible school. Yeah, you're so you're really excited that it's coming, and you're really excited I mean, when it's oh, almost. We'll over. Roll out of
0: there and get in that. <laughs> it's real hot where we go. Get in that suburban, and I, and I I'll be I'll be honest. I took the suburban that I knew had the better air conditioner.
1: Oh man. Yeah,
0: I kind of hurt hurt on that one. Her. I won't tell him. He got the newer one. I got the one that blows cold air. So, are you going to to preteen camp next year? Yeah. You're gonna go? I thought you were going to youth camp.
1: I'm going to both. Oh my man. gosh! I'm, I'm I'm getting in the phase of going to super. kids camp and youth camp.
0: So you're a super mom. I don't know if you can go to both. Can you go to both?
1: Pretty sure that nobody's going to turn down a sponsor for camp.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. So, anyway, that's good. So what what have you been up to lately besides getting um, middle aged?
1: I'm not middle aged. Yeah, you're there. No. That's what 40 is. No, no. Our generation is going to live to be 100 and older. No, I hope not. Not middle-aged yet.
0: Well, I'm sorry you got so old this week. But you still look good.
1: It has been really hard. And I think it's partly because Emerald is about to start kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So it's not just I'm turning 40. It's like you turn 40 and boom, whole new phase of life. Mm Mm-hmm. So life as you knew it, over. That's good, though. Yeah.
0: I like new phases.
1: It's going to be a good phase. It's
0: like moving without having to move everything. Just change. Fresh start. Fresh start. Yeah. I'm getting really into technology right now. Oh, Have you noticed? Really? No. Have you noticed? I've, I, you know, for, I was buying the paper. I had the paper calendar. And it's always hard for me to figure out what to do because I have sort of a love for paper calendars and schedules and stuff like that. I always have for many years kept a paper calendar of everything I've done. And yet I, I just have a hard time, ke- you know, keeping up with it. And I think this is not the best way to do this. So I'm doubling down on Google Apps Calendar.
1: I noticed that. I did notice that. Yeah. I saw it pulled up on your computer. And I
0: got Wonderlist going and Evernote. And I may even start going exclusively Google Docs. Yeah, I'm doubling. Some
1: Talk about a new phase of life. That's a
0: ver- very new phase of life for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm I thinking about even of, uh, asking for a laptop. Really? Yeah, I think that might help me be a little port- more portable with my technology. Have a webcam that I can do Google Hangouts with. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because my laptop that I have now is malfunctioned. Right. It doesn't work. So, looking forward to that.
1: And I, on the other hand, have gone back to the paper calendar Mm -hmm. for the first time in a long time Mm -hmm. of having...
0: A calendar at all?
1: A calendar that that is portable.
0: Okay, because your calendar's mainly been on the wall. In
1: my purse.
0: It's a lot easier to make plans when you're not like, oh, I've got this calendar in the laundry room. I need to check it.
1: (laughs) That's so true. Yeah. Like, I would always have to say, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to check my calendar. And people look at me like, well, okay, we'll check it. It's right well, there in look, your phone. Look
0: at it already. <laughs> like, oh, it's on the wall over there. With our, our phone on the wall.
1: I still am not. Technology is just, I don't know. I hate it. I you hate know it. how I just get so sleepy when we go into Best Buy. That's how I feel about technology. Mm. It makes me want to take a nap.
0: Yeah. I that the is a sign way.
1: that I am middle-aged. Oh, Just in case you're wondering.
0: You've been middle-aged for a long it's time. quite a symptom. Yeah. I feel the same way. I feel like technology passed me by because it's so expensive. Who can afford to keep up with it? It changes all the time. Yeah. You know, the phones, everybody's got these tricky phones. I don't want a tricky phone. I like the simple phone I have. I don't need one that has a screen on the side of the phone.
1: What? Well, oh. That's that's the thing. Yeah,
0: the the the, the, the phone goes. The screen goes all the way to the edge and around the phone. Why? Because it looks really cool? But I don't need that. You know.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I need a headphone jack. And apparently on the new phones, they've done away with them.
1: I am constantly still on the fence about whether I should even own a smartphone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm always thinking, why do I have this thing? I just need to get rid of it.
0: Well, I'm, I'm loving it right now. I love my smartphone.
1: I've really gotten to the point where I don't know, you know, you really are just in the dark ages if you don't have one. Yeah.
0: You don't exist anyone under 40. <gasps> You're not there anymore, are you? You're not in your 30s. Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm not in my 40s.
0: Oh, you're in your 40s. No,
1: no. I'm just 40.
0: (laughs) Keep telling yourself that.
1: You're not in your 40s till you're 41. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I'm 40. I don't think I believe that. But yeah, you're 40. Good for you. You made it. Over the hill. (laughs) More water under the bridge than on the way. (laughs) Well, usually about this time in the podcast, I try to think, how can we redeem the time? you know paul tells us to redeem the time because the days are evil mm. so do you have a, a some kind of nugget or a word of wisdom something for the people
1: um well you know every time you turn a major milestone age which is not acknowledged oh, wait, by wait, people wait, wait, hold on to hold on
0: hold on i was saying i wasn't saying redeem it by making it all about you <laughs> I was saying, like, could you point people's thoughts I'm trying to. Godward rather than to the fact that you're jilted?
1: I'm, I'm trying to. Okay, so, um, which I have to say, you didn't not acknowledge my birthday. Okay, you you made me get on a saddle at a restaurant and swing around a napkin while they sang Happy Birthday. There you go. And you also went to the dollar store and bought <laughs> bought. Four birthday cards mm-hmm. about turning 40.
0: All of us filled one out. All of us filled one out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. So, yeah. You, you didn't completely no. just.
0: And, and I tried. I took you to a dress shop for you to try on dresses. And you just didn't like any of them. That's true. So, I mean, that was a try.
1: Yeah.
0: That was an attempt. Because I don't try to buy you stuff. Because you don't like it.
1: That's not true. It's
0: true, y'all. It's hard to buy for her because she's very opinionated. (laughs) Y'all heard this podcast now for like 38 episodes. And you can tell she's got an opinion about everything. Well, that uh, that crosses over into stuff you buy for her. Unless it's just one of her friends. And they always seem to buy her the right stuff. But I don't.
1: I don't know why you say that. The only gift you've ever really, you know, like bombed on yeah it's the toaster
0: yeah that was a nice gift (laughs) no but i mean i I don't even know i go to a shoe store i'm like i don't even know what size shoe she wears i don't know what size size shirt she wears
1: come on nobody no man buys shoes for his wife
0: i bet i mean i don't know if they do that or not (laughs) but because i don't mess with it i bought one time i went to a store after we had so this christmas we went into a store to buy someone a gift and I watched her shop around and look at jewelry. And then I kind of paid attention to the things that she liked. Then I went back over there and bought those exact things.
1: Yeah. That and was, and I, that was brilliant.
0: Yeah. But that's basically because you picked them out. I would never have picked those no, things No, no, but
1: it was thoughtful because you were thinking ahead. No, no, you no, You see, no, and no. you were paying attention. No, 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 no. It was an accident. And then you remember. Don't try
0: to give me credit for it.
1: I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying, too. You made a big deal out of this stuff, and it was obvious that you wanted it. And so <laughs> it wasn't like I was working real hard, like, let me write this down and you know, come back. I'll sneak over here and buy this for her and just really just bless her. I was like, I better go get that for her. She was making it very obvious that's what she wanted. I,
1: that is not true. She was spelling it out. That's not true. Yeah. Because I didn't even remember seeing those things in the store that you bought me.
0: No. I was paying attention. But, you know, what, what well, I, pro-
1: I... I thought it was really sweet. Now you're ruining Cause it. Because what
0: I probably would have done is I would have just gone back there and got you a bunch of those um, smelly candle things that you, that, you know, you put in the warmer and they melt. Yeah. Then that would have been a bomb. I'd have been like, oh, this one's called Fleur de Lis. It's really neat. It's, it smells really good. It smells like Louisiana.
1: Well, the problem with those things—this one, one's
0: called Garden. This one's—this one smells like leather. Isn't that neat? Our whole house can smell like leather. And you'd be like, what? what did you? Why? How? Why did you get these? Um, you know those Precious Moments dolls? Those are—I found a couple of them, and they're just so sweet. What? Like, think of all the things I, I just know not... See, there's things I know not to get you. Like, I would never buy you a Precious Moments doll. But some guys, that's what they They get their wife a Precious Moments doll. They love it. So I've learned over the years what not to buy. And now it's everything. <laughs> so I thought the dress thing was brilliant. Because I thought, well, I know she likes to go there. We'll go there and get her something exactly what she wants.
1: I know, it was a good try, it just, I didn't find it anything failed. I liked.
0: Yeah, that's Dress Barn's fault.
1: It was a good try.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of the way I prefer to shop for you. It, it saves a lot of time. Because why go buy something that, you, and then I think, oh, she's not like this, there's all this other stuff, there's something else she would have liked, you know. So, I mean, I'll take a chance on some things in the future. Because I think it's important to have a little surprise, too. Like, yeah. you want to have the surprise mm-hmm. element.
1: <clears throat> right.
0: But, um... It's very, you're very difficult to buy for.
1: I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't try to be. Yeah.
0: As Sawyer said, he came up to me, he said, daddy, just give her money. That always works. (laughs) Like, so you're so right. There's nothing mama loves than getting a card with cash.
1: It's an invitation to go shopping.
0: There you go. See, and that's, and that's not just giving you something. That's giving you the experience, the adrenaline.
1: Yeah, because I love gift cards. Yeah. Because gift cards, you cannot spend those on bills. You can't spend mm, them on dance smart. class. You can't spend them on anything. You just got to go buy you yourself go, something. That's
0: good. Boy, this is all about you. I thought you were going to redeem <coughs> this somehow. Okay,
1: so the point I was trying to make is when you come to I a I was wanting some, milestone, some spiritual. I'm trying to get there.
0: just can't do it, can you?
1: <coughs> you just keep interrupting me. Okay. So when you come to a milestone in life, it, it generally causes you to get a little introspective, you know? And I must say...
0: You mean it makes you think about yourself?
1: I must say that I was very convicted about the desire to focus on me on Sunday. And that was partly what led to the blog post where I wrote about how I am constantly, you know, like trying to steal god's glory mm. which i do think is a major flaw of mine that i i i love you know like recognition and trying to get get glory that i don't deserve and I think that's a trap that a lot of us fall into. I mean, I think, honestly, that's just part of the human condition. Yeah, we like to be celebrated. We want to be important. We want to be, you know, well thought of. We want to be acknowledged. We want to be praised.
0: Significant.
1: And that's something that, that I certainly am still struggling with at 40, even though there's more water under the bridge than is coming under the bridge.
0: <laughs> there's more water under, there's more water under the bridge than water that's coming down the river to go under the bridge again.
1: So I wonder at what point that you learn that lesson that you really learn it, you know but but you know, singing in church always brings that lesson home to me, you know, and we sang on my birthday
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um because I always have to stop before I sing and pray, you know, let me do this for your glory. Let me do this for your glory alone, not for mine. Hmm. And so it's always kind of humbling for me whenever I do something like that, when I speak or I sing, because mm-hmm. I have to stop and just acknowledge to God, I want, I want glory here, and I, and I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be yours.
0: My prayer usually is, I don't want to mess up. Help me play the right chord. Well, that
1: too. Right after I pray the glory prayer, I pray, please help me to no. breathe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to mess up. I'll play really well in practice, and then whenever it's church time, I'm just... I can't pay attention or something. It's okay.
1: Well, you've got a lot going on in your yeah, brain. I
0: know. But I would say when it's time for the special, and I, I'm just not ready for it. I wish we could take a couple of swipes at it before...
1: Well, sometimes you do. Yeah, sometimes I'll <laughs>
0: just start over that was terrible that was a train wreck <laughs> can we start that one over again here he goes he wants to start all over again he's gonna make us do the woe woes <laughs> don't start over with those woe woes uh, th- i heard a story a guy told one time about that he said he was had a choir had a lady in the choir i'm basing that character off a lady in this guy's choir and uh, he said that it, they did a song that had O's in it, oh, 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 oh. something like that, you know. And she said, "I will sing la la, but I will not sing o oh, o." Oh.
1: <laughs> Why would she not sing o?
0: Oh? <laughs> I don't know. She just thought it was beneath her, you know.
1: She thought it was too rock and roll. It's
0: very, very interesting. You know, when you think about the history of how music came together, I sat through an academic paper being presented once at the Buddy Holly Center in Lubbock where a lady was talking about Buddy Holly's vocal lots. That's what she called them. When he would go, ho," What if that's where it started? I mean, nobody was doing that stuff before doo-wop and Buddy Holly.
1: What if that's where the woa whoa, whoa" started? What if it
0: is? That'd be wild, wouldn't it? I wonder if someone can do a history of where, how woe, whoa, woe, whoa, woes got into Christian music.
1: Somebody get on that. <laughs> it's not Somebody's gonna be like, me. Somebody's like
0: that's, that's what I'm called to do. <laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of that mystery. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we've always had fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. That's, that kind of, that's an that's old true. one. Fa la 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 la. What does fala la" mean? There he goes, speaking in tongues again. <laughs> anyway, tomorrow's a big day, so we probably ought to wrap this up. Yeah. Very soon we're going to be going to a museum. one of my favorite museums, the Fort Worth Museum. Of natural, natural science.
1: Natural history.
0: Natural history. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Fort Worth Museum of Natural History. That's what it is. That was a major destination place for field trips. And I had a birthday party there, which you talked to my mom about recently. And I loved that museum.
1: Me too. I loved that when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, Remember when they had the the little... Like the cavemen doing brain surgery? Do you remember oh that? Oh,
1: gosh. that I told the kids about that today. I wonder if it's still there. That really sticks in your mind. Yeah,
0: yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? What a weird thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Cavemen doing brain surgery. And they really were. Like yeah. they had the the skin laid over on the on the little mannequin's head. Gross. Yeah. And then they had the dinosaurs that were fighting. Remember, that that was a major acquisition yeah. there. Um, they had General Worth. You know, it's Fort Worth. Named after General... Something worth, and they had his hat, yeah. and his jacket, the Omni theater, where they would have everybody's favorite part of every Omni movie. Remember what it was?
1: The helicopter flying over Dallas. Yes, the hel- <laughs> over Fort Worth.
0: <laughs> did it fly over Fort Worth or Dallas?
1: I thought it did was it Dallas. F- did it
0: fly from Fort from Dallas to Fort Worth?
1: And maybe it was something like that.
0: Yeah,
1: I thought the Dallas skyline was in it.
0: I'm thinking that reunion. Towers yeah. in it. <clears throat> yeah.
1: All right, we better wrap this up. Everybody is going. are like
0: Oh, where are we going there's, with this? S- there's somebody out there that's like, I remember that. <laughs> I remember dropping the penny in that thing that went round and round and round. And now those now are everywhere. Those are they're like, yeah, they're at the Walmart. And I was like, Well, we used to have to go to the Fort Worth Museum to go to to, to get one of those. Yeah. It would blow our mind every time. Yeah. Take us a s- pocket full of pennies. Yeah. That was a good museum. And we'll see it soon. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. It is. All right. Well, it's been good to be with you Uh, after a couple of weeks off as Melissa became an old lady and we went to um,
1: preteen preteen
0: camp, camp, Mm -hmm. which will keep you young. And uh, we will catch you guys again, hopefully next week. Yeah. As we get closer to school starting. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening.